0: Ali G. with the Golf Insiders. That twinkling ivories of the Masters theme song just gives me goosebumps. It's a Thursday morning. Uh, Nobody teeing off at Augusta National this morning, but uh, I do have my good friend Damon Hack from the Golf Channel to share some thoughts about uh, the announcement that the Masters, the 84th edition of the Masters, will be played in November. Welcome, about Damon.
1: about <laughs> I tell you, not a sentence we thought we'd be ever hearing or uttering, but it uh, is true as part of this revised PGA Tour schedule that includes a U.S. Open in September, a cancellation of the Open until 2021 is a fall Masters, which means we'll have two Masters in the span of five months so the optimist in me i'm i'm looking at it as the glass half full while so many of us are pining for uh, some masters action this week i know it's going to be epic seeing something different maybe some fall foliage some colors of rust and gold and orange and brown maybe that we're not used to seeing at augusta typically it's open for member play in the fall after having been closed and overseeded in the summer so the golf course will look beautiful it might look a little bit different but better to have a Palm masters than no masters at all
0: well for you know those of us that are golf fans in the industry you know coming together at augusta's you know an annual surgeon uh, from gathering under the big tree outside the clubhouse to uh, having a pimento sandwich and it's just, a, you know, it's our rite of spring, so it's a very different feel indeed.
1: It is, and I'm sure that uh, folks that finally get to go in the fall, uh, imagine the emotion of of kind of you know, missing that nostalgia, missing that routine, that tradition of the spring, and, and having to wait to kind of renew some of those old friendships and having to wait to see Jack and, and Gary tee off to begin the tournament as the ceremonial starters on Thursday morning. Uh, we're gonna have to wait you know I imagine they'll be bundled up even more than they are in April. So yeah, it's uh, its definitely a lot of golf fans are, are, are sad. I know some courses aren't open right now. some are with kind of adjusted rules with no rakes in the bunkers and maybe one person at, at a cart instead of two in the raised cups. But uh, I tell you, once golf is back, I imagine there will be one collective exhale.
0: Well, we know Augusta National has the best of the best when it comes to agronomy and, uh, you know, superintendents. And they're one of, uh, you know, handful in the nation that have this sub air system, which can heat and cool the uh, temperature of, of the grasses and uh, so you know, no doubt it'll be in pristine condition.
1: Yeah, the, the Augusta National members would not have agreed to hold a Masters in November unless they believe they could present the tournament in the way that they want to, in the way that lives up to the great history of the tournament, and that uh, there will be no asterisks by the, the champion. Come the fall, they, they will present a wonderful tournament as they always do, and. Interesting, I had a conversation with Jack Nicholas on our morning drive um, YouTube and uh, Instagram and Twitter earlier this week and and asked him about Rory McIlroy's chances in the fall, and he actually thinks they're improved, a better chance to complete the career grand slam because he typically plays very well in the fall. Of course, he's won the Tour Championship twice and two FedEx Cups, uh, two hours away from Augusta National down the road in Atlanta at Bobby Jones's childhood home of East Lake, so there's a lot of kismet there. Maybe Rory could break through and become the sixth player to complete the career Grand Slam in the fall at Augusta.
0: That that really would be quite, uh, quite interesting, wouldn't it? And another player that I think will benefit immensely from this is the defending champion, Tiger Woods, who we know has been recovering from an injury.
1: Yeah, you know, I spoke to someone close to that situation who said that Tiger was really in a bad way um, in March, which is why we didn't see him at uh, Bay Hill, didn't see him at the players championship. And we've seen him kind of emerge on social media over the last couple of days, um, you know, uh, kind of a faux champions dinner or a a placeholder with his family and his kids instead of, uh, you know, Jack Nicklaus and Trevor Immelman and Nick Faldo and company, but he uh, looked good. Uh, There was also a photo of him, at a gas station and showed him walking and walking tall. And he even posted a video of him hitting a shot in the simulator. So I, I do think that this rest, well, obviously it's a, for a sad situation, a global pandemic is, is a very serious uh, thing that we're facing uh, as a, as a planet, but uh, for certain athletes in whatever the respective sports, the time for their bodies to heal, their minds to heal and specifically for Tiger uh, to rest his back and get stronger and, I'm sure he's looking at it as an opportunity to play six majors in a condensed period of time, two masters in five months. And and perhaps that would help him should he be healthier in the fall, which we all expect him to be.
0: That could be a very interesting scenario in terms of Tiger notching another major or two if he gets in, uh, you know, if he gets in one of these zones.
1: We know he can do it. He's done it before. And, it's probably harder to do at this age, but uh, you know there are a few things left for him to tick off on the all-time resume. And, and the, the most outstanding issue is the, the chase for for eighteen. Uh, he could knock off eighty-three with his next victory, whatever that should happen. But you know, three majors to tie Jack—it's a lot shorter route than four. And uh, that big win last year at Augusta shortened that road for him, and it only increase the appetite of the golf fans and the Tiger fans in particular, to see if he can have one great final flourish to this one of a kind career.
0: The history books, the golf history books could change in a number of ways as uh, we look at this fall schedule. Um, the masters is an invitational. You have to qualify. The field has been finalized. 96 players, uh, share with our listeners how that works and, and who got the benefit getting in now, uh, given that when the tour starts up this summer, they will not be able to qualify.
1: Exactly. All these big tournaments have their different, uh, kind of cutoff dates, different ways to qualify. Obviously the U S open has regional and sectional qualifying and the, so the masters, it's about winning golf tournaments on the PGA Tour, it's about world world ranking in the top 50. Uh, One player who was a beneficiary was Graham McDowell, uh, the old lion from uh, the European Tour, Ryder Cup hero, 2010 U.S. Open champ, uh, who snuck inside that top 50, got a phone call from Augusta National and kind of shared his thoughts on how much he wanted to get back into the frame as a world-class player uh, who has not won as much of late as he would have liked. Uh, did win in the Dominican, did uh, kind of find some lightning in a bottle, playing well, uh, finished very well in Saudi Arabia earlier this year to really raise and boost his world ranking. So he's someone who was a beneficiary of uh, having the early cutoff and, and not having to worry about a spot in the Masters in uh, November. And that's what's so neat, uh, all of these different majors have different routes to it, but Who wouldn't want to see a a Graham McDowell? Who wouldn't want to see, obviously, the past champions who get to play? Bernard Langer, who now in his 60s, has still found ways to win on the Champions Tour and be competitive when he plays every year at the Masters. We know how much Fred Couples loves the Masters. Uh, Vijay Singh as well. So always neat to see that kind of cross-section of players in terms of generation, in terms of where they come from as well. It really, really is a special gathering, and we can't wait for it this fall.
0: So the current revised 2020 schedule, the PGA Championship has moved to August. That, of course, is being played at Harding Park in San Francisco. You have the FedEx Cup playoffs, which have been moved back a week. And then the U.S. Open at Wingfoot, scheduled now for September 17th through the 20th. A great quote from Gary Woodland, the defending champion uh, yesterday, I believe, about how, you know, he hopes this gives hope to the people of Westchester County and New York, which I know you know that area well. And um, I think that truly could be such a boost to be able to have the U.S. Open on one of the best golf courses in the world.
1: Absolutely. In that region, uh, in Westchester County, it's rife with great golf courses, Wingfoot, uh, Quaker uh, Ridge come to mind, uh, several others, uh, Applewamis and Waikagill, a former host of an LPGA event. But sadly, it's also been the epicenter of COVID-19, this coronavirus pandemic with lots of folks uh, facing some severe challenges. So uh, for the USGA to attempt to move the national championship to September, and allow some healing, and hopefully at that point, uh, everything will be under control in terms of COVID-19, but it'd be great to see uh, that be part of that region's comeback. We know what sports has done in the past, how much of a role it's played in bringing the country back together and bringing people back together and the feeling of community that sports can engender and that golf specifically can engender. So uh, I was on the grounds back in 06 when Phil Mickelson made that double on the 18th, the 72nd hole. and you know, called himself an idiot afterwards. Uh, He'll be 50 years of age. Uh, Come uh, June, obviously, normally he'd be celebrating that birthday during the U.S. Open week. Now he'll be uh, a little bit longer in the tooth, as it were. But so many wonderful storylines, and the hope is that uh, we're able to keep that championship on the calendar if things continue to improve uh, with the pandemic. It would be wonderful to see everyone gathering in New York come late summer, early fall.
0: Yes, and as a New Yorker, I have to say, uh, we do have some of the best sports fans in the world, and uh, that would be certainly a fantastic way to come out the other side of, of this, um, you know, just unprecedented pandemic for all the people in, uh, in New York City, no doubt about it. The Ryder Cup still remains. September 25th through 27th. And then we'll be uh, following up with the Masters, as we said, the twelfth November 12th through the 15th. You know, I was speaking earlier to a, a fellow media friend, and we were saying that it, with the start of the PGA Championship, we will not have had a major in over a year.
1: I mean, it's amazing to think about. These are unprecedented and unexpected times uh, and that's definitely uh, you know a gap in in our sports calendar, in our golf calendar. I'm sort of looking at it the other way, though. I, I'm seeing that the numbers are improving. Uh, ho- hopefully our, our our great heroes, our first responders and doctors and nurses are getting a hold of everything they need to to you know really bring some safety and, and, and some peace to to families that are suffering. And, and I'm looking at the fall as a bounty of wonderful events to come back to. And I know we're having to wait and be patient, but in the big picture, uh, this is a serious thing we're facing. And gosh, at the end of it, hopefully we're all able to, to celebrate and come together and, I mean, to watch a PGA, a U.S. Open, uh Ryder Cup, a Masters, and uh, let's not forget the Phoenix Cup playoffs uh, should they happen in August. There, it's going to be a lot of great things to do just in a different the time of the calendar, we've had to wait for it a little bit longer than we'd like, but but my goodness, uh, if things are back to normal, uh, it will have been worth the wait.
0: And thank goodness for golfers all around the world, Damon. We have the Golf Channel and, you know, just some fantastic uh, old films you guys have been playing, yeah, you know, Bringing Back, Big Break. And I can't think of any better week, one tournament that you could watch, historical finishes over and over again, and that's the Masters Invitational. Nothing like it to see Tiger, his first win,
1: his fifth win, Jack's incredible bolt from the blue in 86, Tom Watson's two jackets, uh, Ben Crenshaw's pair, 1984, 1995, uh, Nick Faldo, 89, 90, and 96. Uh, of course, the latter uh, on the uh, back of Greg Norman, who shot 78. Faldo never let him breathe, put the pressure on him in a final round, 67. You can watch it all on Golf Channel. And not to mention, as you mentioned, the Big Break and some old Shell Wonderful World of Golf episodes as well.
0: We certainly can uh, keep our golf appetite uh, alive during this time. And Of course, I think for many of us, watching what happened last year, you know, that miraculous bounce back of Tiger uh, winning the fifth green jacket. I'm really excited to see that Sunday finish again. How about you?
1: Oh, it's one of the greatest comebacks in the history of sports. Um, Someone who really introduced himself to the masses with a 12 shot win, uh, hugging his parents off of 18. And here we were 22 years later, same golf course, different man, he's the father, his children waiting for him off of 18, everything he had gone through physically, mentally, emotionally, obviously much of it of his own doing, uh, however you slice it, it's the really uh, a story of mental toughness, of stick to of never giving up, inspirational, and uh, one more reminder that uh, we've been lucky enough to watch one of the two greatest golfers of all time, uh, perhaps the greatest, one of the greatest athletes of all time. And to do it on that canvas, it was very, very appropriate for it to come back to Tiger Woods, everything coming together, once again, at Augusta National.
0: Absolutely. Well, Damon, thank you so much. I can't wait to watch on Sunday and um, stay well and healthy, my friend. Are you working on your golf swing at all?
1: I am. I've been doing the uh, orange whip and the swing uh, speed sticks. So, uh, hoping to get out tomorrow and and take the boys out if the weather cooperates, but, uh, still loving the game and still, uh, looking forward to to getting out there and uh, chasing a few sunsets.
0: Awesome. Damon, as always, thank you so much. Damon hack with the morning drive and golf channel. Check out all their coverage, not only the great programming, but Find their live segments on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you so much, my friend. Take care.
1: Talk to you soon, Holly.